An orphan-turned-doctor leaves the only home he's ever known to see the world. A prison guard learns the mystical powers of a death row inmate. A child psychologist takes on a new patient who can commune with the dead. A 60 Minutes producer and a former executive attempt to send shockwaves through the tobacco industry. And a family's suburban malaise reaches its breaking point. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1999. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to American Beauty. Hello. Are you going to do that accent Hello, the entire Bobby. time? Oh, boy. Maybe. Um, hey, Meg. Hey, Craig. How's it going? going? Pretty good. You know. Good? Yeah. yeah. Really excited about today's show. Yeah, yeah me so too. Good. It's going to be a good one. It was a good year. It was a good year. It what? Was. I've got a hot take. It's a good year. I don't know if any of these movies are great. Ooh. But we'll get into it. Before we get into it, we have some past wanted, business. Yes, I wanted to talk about 1992. About yeah. 1992. Yeah. I think maybe I was wrong about what I said, and I think maybe the best movie of the year is Unforgiven. Oh. I thought more about it and, okay. and rewatched different parts, and I don't know. I think it's, I think. I thought you were going to say Malcolm X because you finished Malcolm X and thought it was really good. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I finished Malcolm X, and I did think Malcolm X was really good. Maybe Malcolm X is the best movie of the year. Look, 92 is a real quagmire for me, and I I think I still need more perspective on it. I did finish Malcolm X, though, and I thought it was awesome. Well, it's been 25 years, so maybe we'll circle back in 25 25 more years, yeah, and we'll figure it out at that point. Oh, I'm certain you will be. I don't think this is going to age well. I'm very pale. So. It hasn't. I mean, I've known you for 15 years. Yeah, but you know what? And it has not aged well. No, it's, it so, gets worse and worse. Although yeah. I am getting, I am going to get, um, not wearing any makeup today because I am going to get a spray tan after this because I'm going to a gay wedding in Palm Springs this weekend and I cannot show up looking like, yeah. yeah. When you come to my wedding in a month, um, it's like a bunch of Irish Catholics. So yeah, you can be as great. pale as you want to be. Great. That sounds great. Freckles, please. I'll draw them on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, it's more like it's more like moles with me. I just have like moles everywhere. You should get one of those checks. Yeah, probably. Because they keep the growing <laughs> and they're looking weird. So, <laughs> speaking of not being around for twenty-five more years, um, we should introduce our, we should introduce our guest. Yeah, that's another reason why I'm really excited about today's mm-hmm. uh, episode record. Um, it's midday. Mm-hmm. He came all the way to the valley in the middle of the day, which from is the actually beach. from the beach. He literally lives on the beach. Mm-hmm. A charmed existence. It's almost too much. I don't want to talk too much about it because it'll make everybody hate him before we even get started. <laughs> yeah. I'll do enough of that during the podcast. <laughs> so. um, Joey Mandarino's with us. Hey, guys. Um, a former, a former incredible performer. Who's now just just now, a writer? Now a shitty performer. Yeah, just a bad performer <laughs> and, and a mediocre writer now. <laughs> yeah, so do that speech from Macbeth that you used to. I do. will not. No. And guys, I got to apologize right out of the gates because I did not do my homework for this podcast, and so I need to temper any excitement. If you are tuning in for Joey Manorino's hot takes on 1999, you will be 
Terribly disappointed. Everybody be quiet and listen to this. Dozens of podcasts just clicked off. To the fans, to Megan's parents, <laughs> Mike and Deb, who I've met, they're lovely. They don't deserve this. They deserve better. The good news is Deb is definitely not listening. Um, <laughs> she came up. Mike might be upset. But. Yeah, he might be upset. He doesn't like it. Sorry, Mike. He doesn't I, like when I say, as long as you don't lot. say fuck, it's going to be fine. I've seen these movies. Uh, some of them, I just didn't have time to go back and rewatch them all. Um, yeah, we get it. You're very, very. Like what have you? What have you been doing instead? This and that, that and this. <laughs> it's too. I mean, we don't have enough time on the podcast to get into that. But, um, and I do apologize because this is arguably one of the best years in movies. And we wasted. When I went back and looked at the movies that came out this year, name a movie you loved. It came out in 1999. The Godfather. <laughs> Gone with the Wind, 1999. Coco, they, yeah. they partied like it was. Oh, I did just see Coco, by the way. Maybe one of the best movies of the year. It was, I, that movie. I, cried I cried so, so much. hard. I think it's such a beautiful movie. It's it, gorgeous. Everyone should see it. Kids should absolutely see that movie. It reframes death in, in such, such a, a lovely way. way. I thought it was so beautiful, and it I looked saw it, though, so cool. when I had to sit through the 20-minute Frozen short. Oh, I so heard it was... you just saw it, they pulled that in, or maybe you saw it on video. No. I, Maddie saw it opening week and he came home and was raving about it and then he was like, but I got to talk to you. Because yeah. I love Frozen so much. Oh, it's terrible. It's maybe even 30 minutes. It's garbage. Jeez, it really ruins the experience. And it was losing all the kids, like all the kids in the audience yeah. were getting really antsy. I mean, kids can't go to a movie for four hours. It's insane. Mm. No, the one thing I don't like about Coco is, um, of course we know that when you die, like it's, there's nothing. Yeah. So like I give I feel like it's giving false expectations to children. Yeah. yeah. When when those kids die, they are in for a rude awakening. They're going to they're going to be like, "Where's my flower bridge?" And it's like there's like there's nothing, you know? But Hey, have you seen that. have you seen Paddington 2 yet? I loved Paddington 2. <laughs> We're going to get to that. We talk about that in the we, talk we will. We're going to talk about it. Okay. We get to that sorry. segment. I'm sorry. When he washes the windows with his yes, with his little bear, with his little bear. I love that bear. I gotta tell you, I want to reframe this podcast so it's just Paddington Two all the time, era time. Have you seen Paddington One? Prior? Yeah. Do I own Paddington One on video? That was years ago. So I had it, but luckily it's easy to kind of. It's you just kind of jump. You, right you, in. you can. You can, you, you can figure yeah, it out. It's on Netflix. Netflix. So yeah. yeah. In case you were curious as to be like, how did this bear get to London? Yeah. It's how did he get from Peru? Oh, but there, but the first one, there's some really beautiful stuff in it. That tree, oh, there's some really like cool um, visual effects of like the the tree that's planted in the hallway when he fixed that when Paddington sat, all the leaves come off and it's like Nicole Kidman. Yeah, you see, when Paddington cries, I cry for sure. That's another great movie. All the good movies are kids' movies. Or like speaking porn. of <laughs> speaking of kids' movies, should we jump into it? Trying to figure out which one, because we, Wait, we is just this learned. Your transition? Yeah, this is my transition. <laughs> which one of these movies is a kids movie? All of them. Cider House Rules is about. <laughs> I guess they are all. Well, Cider House yeah. Rules is more the anti. Um, should we just start with that? Let's start with Cider House Rules. Wait, did you want to ask your annoying question? I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but the question of like which. Oh, I hate oh. Your um, sure. Um, yeah, you're enabled. You've enabled this. So, Joey, I mean, you didn't do your homework, so this is going to be a really easy question for you. I'm um, just looking back at the movies, not really thinking too hard about them, just looking at the slate. Joey tries not to think too much. What, uh, what movie would you have said should have won Best Picture? What should it have been? Oh, so the movies for the year, the nominees are The Green Mile, Cider, The Cider House Rules, The Sixth Sense, 
the insider, and the winner was the one that didn't use the article, the American Beauty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, American Beauty and Sixth Sense are the ones that, like, withstood the test of time just in terms of, like, they're still in the zeitgeist now. People still reference those movies. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not surprised that American Beauty won. Um, so I guess that's not a great answer, but... I mean, it's first of... First of a lot of not great answers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that we're, gonna... we're, we're really prepared for that. But I, I would think, honestly, said... your, your viewing audience, your listening audience needs kind of better. I'm sure. kind of representing them. Sure. You might not have done their homework. You know, sure. you might not be as familiar with some of these films. I'm their entry point. And I, don't you like the the way, experts, I don't I'm... like the way we keep saying homework. Like, is this a class? Like, yeah. yeah. It does sometimes feel like homework. Yeah, just like Howard's like, End felt like homework. Howard's End really did feel like homework. Not for You're this episode, lucky you but... missed that that yeah. year. Um, I would have said Cider House Rules, I think. Okay. I is it because you're from Exeter really and John Irving went to Exeter? John Irving did go to Exeter, which is... Did you go to Exeter? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't mentioned it yet in the podcast, and it's been seven minutes. <laughs> we just wanted to make sure everyone knew what they just were listening knows. to. So. If you're just tuning in. <laughs> I guess you should say, like, the poems, uh, like, Phillips Exeter Academy. Still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people um, have some context. I mean, we should also... Where I'm coming from. Yeah, Megan was a townie, so it's really not quite the same, but... Only in the fact that I got no respect. Yeah. yeah. I got no respect! That was my Rodney Dangerfield. Um, I also would have said American Beauty before rewatching them, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about yours. Let's talk about the Cider House Rules. Cider House Rules. So, yes, it was written by uh, John Irving, and I love everything John Irving writes, although there's always some weird sexual shit in everything. Um, it's been said before, but Paul Rudd does not age. He looks exactly the same now as he did in that movie. It's incredible to me. Yeah. As to Charlize Theron, she looks great, too. I'm creeped out by Tobey Maguire, so that on rewatch, that is, was like a, a weird thing. But it's, a, I mean, I think it's gorgeous. I think it looks gorgeous. I think it's very, again, it's home for me, that New, right. New England. So it kind of brought back that sort of a vibe. Uh, I'm, this is a good time to say that I'm very pro-choice. <laughs> and I really, and I is think anybody... So? You just lost the fan. I just... Yeah. <laughs> good. I don't, want, I don't want pro-lifers listening to this. Legitimately. Yeah. If you are pro-life, turn this off. Uh, I just feel like everybody that... Your mother-in-law just clicked off. <laughs> she just was like, nope. Oh. Uh, everybody that is not... Everybody that is not pro-choice should go watch this movie because... I think it has a lot to say. And, and it also kind of gives you both sides. It because does. Because Tobey Maguire is not, like, super He's pro choice. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. And then and all then of a sudden... Yeah. Erica Badu. Yeah. Erica Badu gets raped by her father. And what are you going to do in what that situation? What are you going to do? Can we actually talk about that real quick? And maybe it's jumping ahead. Because one, one of the things that I have an issue with this movie is... Does it feel like they kind of try and, like, redeem Delroy Lindo at the end of the movie? Like... After she stabs him, he's like, no, just, just let her get yeah. away. But I'm like, you can't redeem him. A little bit, yeah. He impregnated his daughter. daughter. That's it. That's yeah. all. That's, he's crossed that. That's it. That's, that's the line you yeah. crossed. I do for think me. they, they try to. Yeah. 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 Give some like, pull on your heartstrings. Yeah. And I was like, no. no. Have like Heavy D do this scene or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need it for, I don't, I don't, Delroy Lindo. I mean, he seemed like a good dude. Yeah. And then you find out that 
he impregnated his daughter, and then that's that's a line I can't. Well, come back we should from. have seen that coming. He named his daughter Rose, and their last yeah. name is Rose. Rose, Rose, Rose. Seems yeah. really narcissistic. Yeah. yeah. Redundant. <laughs> that too. Both of those things. I still um, think it's a beautiful movie, and I think. I agree. Good night, want, you princes of good Maine. Good night, you princes of Maine. You're kings of New England. Can that we talk is, about, that wasn't terrible. That wasn't. That for, was my, for not knowing I was going to do it, even yeah. as I was doing yeah. it. Yeah. Can and I, I ask, finished? Megan, since you're from um, the, uh, the Northeast, what did you think of Michael Caine's New England accent? Oh, yeah. It Can you do in. a New England accent? <laughs> <laughs> my dad says idea. Is that New England? Yeah, yeah I think so. Idea. Yeah. I got an idea for idea. <laughs> uh, oh, we talked about this on another episode, though, didn't we? We talked, or maybe in real life, and we talked about how maybe it's just your dad. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, we talked about it with you with at the Super Bowl. Right. Your uncle. Yeah. Right. Right. We did. And yeah, because nobody else in my family says that. My dad. Yeah. My mom. My mom gets a real New England accent when she's drunk. Uh, here's the thing about Michael Caine is I because he's so good. Yes, the accent comes in. It mostly goes, but because he's so good, you kind of don't care. It is weird to me that he won an Oscar for this movie, though. Because when I saw that he... Because it was a really good year for Best Supporting Actor. There were a lot of people that I was even like, oh, I can't believe, like, Christopher Plummer wasn't nominated for The Insider. Like, stuff like that. Um, and Michael Caine won. Then I was like, oh, it's because he's Michael Caine. He never won before. And then I was like, oh, no. He won 10 years before for Hannah and her sisters. So... It's also not as big of a role as yeah, I remembered it being. Yeah. yeah, he kind of disappears I mean, and then just the whole movie, but as far overdoses as, on ether and he's dead. Right. Yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't also he also doesn't have that big I feel like when you win win supporting you have like that big the moment. moment. Yeah. And he doesn't really have that moment. He's just kinda of good throughout. I mean, yeah, he's good at everything, but it yeah. seemed like maybe they just wanted to award the movie for something. Yeah. So. They should. Yeah, I mean I think it won Kai. Should we do like our whole? Should we do like a whole the trip thing and like we can all just do? Oh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine impressions. She was well. That's the only thing I know how to do just because of the the trip. She yeah. was sixteen years old. <laughs> she was sixteen years old. That's, that's good. Do you want to try? She was sixteen years old. No, oh, that no. was sad. No, that was. Nice. I can do his name better than like that line. Say it. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> Fascinating. I'm sure <laughs> if you didn't click off You're earlier, <laughs> <laughs> Megan went to Phillips Exeter Academy. And it um, led us here. Oh my God. I definitely would be dead for the next 25 years around. Was um, that your favorite movie of the movies that year? Uh, We're going to talk about that at the end, Joey. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. jump through. Don't just not jump through this, all right? Joey's trying to. Um, it does. This movie did bring me to uh, one of my favorite segments, which is, "Hey, that kid was on Malcolm in the Middle," because none of the movies I watched had someone from The Wire. <laughs> I hate this stupid shit that you're doing. So Malcolm in the Middle kid was the one with the kid Fuzzy, the kid that's in the thing that dies. He's the youngest brother on Malcolm in the Middle. That is really sad when he dies. Yeah. And it's sad when you find out it was his heart all along. That it was what? Because when Toby comes back and he thinks he's had that heart defect all along, oh, yeah. and it turns out it was just Fuzzy's heart, Michael Caine's a dick. No, he didn't. He's he wanted him. to keep him out of war. I get it. That's well, nice. Little, little. It's great that that, that all nice comes back. Um, I have a small game I want to play. Also, weird sex, though. Can I just say? And weird kissing between Charlie Theron. Like, he like, is tries to like eat her face. It yeah. is very uncomfortable. That's yeah. the John Irving shit that I'm like, can we 
Calm down. I mean, in comparison to like car accidents where the dick gets bitten off, I'm not as not as against it. That's true. I guess that's. Um, so I have a, a game I want to play. I call this the Homer What If. Because um, we kind of talked about how you're creeped out by Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. And I think he's fine in this movie. I think he's fine. I, just, no, I don't think he's bad. I just watched Molly's just game and apparently... He is the... Ex. The Michael Cera. Yeah. yeah. He's the dude. So now I sort of hate him. What's his name? Player X. Player X. Player X. Player X. Mm-hmm. Michael Cera. Um, this, this according to IMDb, they were like basically every... We kind of talked about this with like Scent of a Woman and stuff like that, how like every young actor was like up for that role. Yeah. So this, these are the actors that are listed as people that auditioned for or might have been offered Homer. And I'm just going to get an impression of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, I'm just gonna say the actor. the highest wins. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say the actor, and you tell me if the movie is better with that actor or worse. Oh, okay. Okay. Ethan Hawke. Worse. I wouldn't say better. I think maybe it's worse. I like Ethan Hawke, but I, I love don't know Ethan for Hawk. that role. Ed Norton. Better. better. Ryan Phillippe. Worse. <laughs> Different movie. Different, <laughs> Different movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I do like him, but... I like him, too. I think maybe it's worse. I don't like him in that role. I don't think I do. I, I don't know that I like him in any role, and I like him. What does that say? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, James Franco. Worse. And rapier. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Better. It's a better, better movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is just a... It's basically like the A... To, like if Tobey Maguire is like a B minus, Jake Gyllenhaal is the A version. I think that's a that. good... I think yeah. that's good. He also has a weird darkness in him, too, that I, yeah. I'm into. Paul Walker. Oh. Well, we can't say work. <laughs> no, we can <laughs> Can we can we? judge him on his 1999 no, acting credit. No, I'm going to definitively say better. <laughs> I think better. it would have been better, better. And I'm not being swayed by anything when nope, I say that. Not at all. Better Mark, final answer. Mark, Mark, I, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> worse. <laughs> Wait, really? Mark Wahlberg was considered for this movie? That this is, is according to IMDb's trivia section. That is I, that's I, a I, strange no, that's, Matt Damon. I could see that. I could see it too. That would be better. Better. Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's big fat words. Okay, and this is the main one. This is who supposedly had the first offer for it. Of course. You turned it down? Leonardo DiCaprio. Better. It's a better movie. Every movie's better with some Leo. That's weird. And he turned friends. it down. They're best friends. Pussy posse. Pussy posse. Buddies. The sex would have been a lot more enjoyable, I think. Yeah. For Charlize as well. Mm-hmm. I think Leo or Jake is the best movie. Yeah, I think so too. Well, in another universe. In another, yeah. In another life. Maybe he and Charlize Theron would have fallen in love for Leo. Maybe she would have stayed with him. Maybe she would have. Pussy Posse um, wouldn't have existed. God, think about that. What, think about a world without the Pussy Posse. I don't want to. I think it already existed. I think it was already around. Oh, that's, they've been around for a long because time. Because Lucas Haas had already not done any movies anymore, so... <laughs> Um, well, anyway, I love it. I think it's a good movie, and I think everybody in it is just very enjoyable. And I and it says and I and again, I think it the it presents both sides of the abortion argument, and my side wins for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and a, a quote I'd like to quote. I'd like to end with a quote from Michael King. 
Somebody else is going to do the job. Somebody else is going to do oh, the job. Oh, very, very no, now you're, no, now you broke it. That was my Jaiman Hansu. I thought that's what we were <laughs> Some moron that doesn't know how. And then that girl dies because she got a shitty... She did? Yeah, and they just threw her in the ground, in basically. The ground. Didn't even try and look for a family. No, which I actually, that weird. is... That, yeah, we don't know what they... If she had family... Whatever, I just think it was, I just think it, it's powerful in that sense. Do you think she went to Vera Drake first? Is that, uh, that's a reference I don't understand. No one else thought Vera Drake. <laughs> just, so Greg. just alone on that Imel- Imelda Staunton stand hill, huh? All right, that's cool. Uh, edit that part out. <laughs> we don't edit anything out on this podcast. Uh, it usually works in our favor, Joey, because Craig sounds like a loser. Um, what should we move to? One final um, thing about that movie. I will yeah, say please, that yeah. it, it holds up in a way, because I did revisit that movie. It holds up in a way that I think some of the other ones don't. Some of the other ones feel very 90s or of that time. Yes. Sure. This movie, maybe because it was a period piece to begin with, but it feels like it just is timeless. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's well, well shot, shot too, too, in the mm-hmm. sense of like, there's no weird trickery. Like, we'll talk, we can talk, we'll, we might as well talk about The Insider, because there was some stuff in The Insider too that was like weird shots and like, that just looked dated to me or, or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're right. The Cider Hook rules just looked gorgeous and, 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 it, and it holds up very well. Mm-hmm. See, I disagree with you completely about The Insider. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about The Insider. Now, Joey, what did I, you I, think I, about The Insider? <laughs> the Insider. Uh, where do I begin? Uh, <laughs> when someone is inside of... So just to... For those of you who haven't seen yeah. it, I'll tell you a little bit about what it's about. Could you, like, go scene by scene and just talk about the plot? The opening. Oh, my God. <laughs> it opens, and it's just like, boom, you, you're in it immediately. It doesn't waste any time. You're so inside. You start, you're inside. Yeah. You're right inside. Yeah, uh, and you, were, you stay inside. Through the, it's, a, it's a ride that you stay inside of the entire time. Um, and it's beautiful. And then when it ends, you're just... You wonder, what did I just see? Yeah. What did I just watch? Why am I outside? Did I just watch? Why, Why am I outside now? I wish I was back <laughs> inside. Be back then. Yeah. Such a, such a. So moving on to sixth sense. Joey, I think you did a really beautiful job articulating. Yeah. So is the so this is the insider a movie? Should I see that? I think so. I Megan think so maybe too. doesn't. No, I I, yeah. I really loved it. I had never seen it before and watched it for the first time. And I, the only thing is, it is two and a half hours. It's long. And I did want to watch me some Olympics while it was going on, so I was getting a little antsy. Yeah. I wanted to see, because there was figure skating. Sidebar, why is every figure skater dancing to Moulin Rouge? Like, what? It's having another moment. I, have, I guess it's having a moment. I literally have seen, like, four different routines set to music from Moulin Rouge, and I, like, did I... Hey, you want to you hear something crazy that you saying that just made me think of? Um, when all of these movies came out, Chloe Kim was not alive. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I'm going to kill myself tonight. This is... Let's not waste any time. Is, <laughs> it is not getting any better. Oh, my God. She's not alive. Yeah. Okay. The Insider. That was... It, yeah, it's really great. It's Al Pacino is in it. I think the reason why it's worth watching, Joey, is... Al Pacino's in it, and I don't hate him in it. Okay. Yeah, we last, last, last episode we talked about Son of a Woman, how it kind of ruined him, and it, this movie is kind of back to, like, Pacino just being... The craziest thing about watching this movie is, like, when Russell Crowe Russell Crow was nominated for Best Actor for this movie, and a lot of people, when Space ended won. up winning, think he should have won. 
I can't believe Pacino wasn't nominated for things. Really? I actually think Pacino's better than Russell Crowe. He wasn't nominated? For anything. Wow. Because um, it's his movie, really. He, like, Russell Crowe and him, I guess you could say are co-leads, but I feel like Pacino, like, if you broke down, is in more of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's was true. Was Russell Crowe nominated? He was, yeah, he, he was, was. yeah. Yeah, that's true. He is, and it is kind of, in a way, his story. I thought Russell Crowe was phenomenal. And again, I think he's great in it too. Yeah. I know he got like fat for the movie and like whatever, his weird makeup on. But like he's super, he's, he's just really great. And I like movies about doing the right thing, even if it's, even if it's hard. I love journalism movies. Yeah, yeah me too. And it, it makes, makes me sad, sad that I love like, like, I remember when I was at NYU and I was, uh, I, Joey and I both, and Craig both, we all majored in cinema at NYU, which is depressing <laughs> to say. And look it's, at us now. It's, re- it's really working out, though. It's working out so well. Thank you, Tisch School of the Art, TSOA forever. Um, but I also, but I, uh, I cut my, the deal that I cut with my parents was, like, I, I dual majored in journalism, and I remember, like, some guy that used to work at the, the Times had me to talk about, basically, how journalism was dying. And how when he first started out, he worked at the Times building downstairs, and at a certain time you would hear, at the, in the middle of the night, you'd hear the, um, the presses click on and start, like, pumping, and the whole building would shake. And I was like, that's so romantic, and the idea of, like, this integrity, and, like, they had to double-check their sources, and, like, all the stuff that comes up in The Insider is such, is, like, why I was excited about it. And then I'm very glad that I'm... I mean, even if I wanted to be, I couldn't be involved in that world anymore because it's uh, all Fox News talking about Santa Claus is a white guy. I don't, like, it's depressing. Yeah. And, you know, Santa Claus was a major executive of Philip Morris, so that even ties back even more into the movie. Um, I kind of talked about it earlier. I also think Christopher Plummer is great in this movie. He plays Mike Wallace. Yeah. And I think he's really good, and it was crazy to me he wasn't nominated That's the 60 at all. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah, great, like, supporting cast. Yeah, I said that I felt like it weirdly kind of went unhonored by the Academy Awards, even though it was nominated for Best Picture, and Michael Mann was nominated for Best Director, and Russell Crowe was nominated, because I was like... It was very recognized. Yeah, but I just felt like Pacino should have... Well, no, but I felt like Pacino should have been in conversations, Christopher Plummer should have been in conversations, considering, like, I think it was a really good year for Best Supporting Actor, but, like, and maybe it's just, like, a, a personal thing in rewatching these movies, but, like... Everybody that was nominated except for David Tamer, I did not watch Mr. Saturday Night. Um, but it was like Haley Joel Osment, Michael Clark Duncan, Michael Caine, and somebody else are nominated for supporting actor. And I was like, I sort of think Christopher Plummer was yeah, better I than all Yeah, I love Michael Caine, but Christopher Plummer doing a Mike Wallace is way better than... Yeah. <laughs> Good night, you princes of mine, you kings of New England. It's getting worse, actually. <laughs> That's it is, I get it. And I'm just drinking water. It keeps going, keeps going down. Keeps going down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that there, I, I, I agree with that. It's, again, I think part of it is, it's such a, it's really good. I really love this movie. It is overwrought, though, a little bit. It's just a bit. I can see that. I just feel like there's, like, particularly, like, Pino, Pacino can be so overwrought, and I feel like he's not in this movie, really. Yeah. Um, he, and I did, the and end, I, he gets a little, he gets a little Pacino-y, but. Generally, yeah, and I do. Dis- I think I disagree with you about like the look of the movie. Like, I think uh, one of the other movies we'll talk about that maybe we'll go into next. Um, a couple of the other movies, but um, feel very like it ends in a slow mo shot of Pacino 
like walking out of the fucking CVS building, like <laughs> popping his collar. <laughs> yeah, but but that doesn't feel like that doesn't feel dated to me. Well, Maybe well, you yeah. don't like that choice, but like it doesn't feel as dated as like the sixth sense. I feel like feels very dated. Mm. Like, Maybe that's true. Maybe. To me, Maybe like the true. the way it looks feels like. Oh, I'm watching a movie from almost 20 years ago. Maybe that's true. Here, I have a quick question for you. The yeah. music that they play when like. Russell Crowe's like at his lowest point, and then like his family's gone, whatever. Is that the same music from Gladiator that they play <laughs> when his wife and child are dead and burned? Probably. And he's going home, and it's like I, Russell Crowe uh, has his own. My understanding yeah, is it's, 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 in his, it's in his it's in his writer that 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 song has to, has to be played. Has to be played. That's his, okay. That makes yeah, sense. I remember in. A Do you good, remember that song? Just I remember in a good year. Just as like. Well, it was weird to me that he was sitting. He was sitting in like a like a wheat field. Yeah, he's in a wheat field. I was like, field. why is he in a wheat field all of a sudden in the Insider? Like, <laughs> you know, like why is he there, uh, recounting his times? Um, in the same universe. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about the Insider. I really liked it. Um, Are you sure you don't have anything else to say about the Insider? <laughs> I feel like I, I just really you came in and you talked so much about it to us, and yeah. it's just surprising. Yeah. He said everything he wanted to say, and he doesn't want it to. I didn't like, want to steamroll you. He doesn't want to sound stale if he repeats it. So let's yeah. let's move on to um, the sixth sense. Um, Probably the biggest blockbuster. Oh, for sure. The nominees definitely had to have made the most money. For sure. Is this your first time? Did you guys have you guys watched it since knowing the twist? I don't think I've watched it all the way through since I saw it in the theater. I just watched it this week again, and I know that I've ever seen it when I didn't know the ending, though. It was already spoiled for It was spoiled for... What fucking yeah. asshole Well, I kind of saw it late in the game, and it, it, it had already been out, and people were talking about it. Uh, but I rewatched it this time with the, the thought of whether the whole movie was just about the ending, like whether it was actually a good movie besides just that twist, which is a great twist. They do a good job, you know, but... Yes. Is it a good movie besides it doesn't, that twist? I don't think it works as well knowing the twist. Well, no, that, it definitely doesn't I mean, work as well. But, like, I, yeah. but I completely, what you're saying, I There are other movies that have a twist, with. and you can still watch, and then it's still an amazing yeah. movie, and yeah. it's still like a, it's a complicated movie. If, if this just felt very much, it's all headed towards what is going on, what is this twist, and then there's the twist, and it's impactful, but if you already know. You're totally right. It is all, I think it is a good movie. Yes. I think it is still, but I think I remember, I think I put, well, we, I think since then, obviously, M. Night Shyamalan has had some. Ups and downs. <laughs> downs and downs. Downs and downs and downs. Real downs. And I think after, after this movie, everybody was like, oh, but The Sixth Sense was so good. Yeah. And I would encourage those people to go back and rewatch it and realize that it is good, for sure, but it is not... It, yeah, yeah, knowing the twist, it's very obvious the second time around. But maybe at that time, too, whereas now we're a little more conditioned to... When we watch a movie, or maybe I am, just like, all right, what's the twist? Where is this going? Maybe back then, you, you weren't even in that frame of mind. You weren't even looking for something right yeah. now. You were watching a movie, a ghost story, great performances, great acting. You weren't trying to pick apart where is this, you know. Yeah, where is this going? And yeah. I do remember, like, like kind of right after seeing it, like, uh, a kid I went to high school with being like, I mean, it's very clear, like, if you rewatch it, like, but they also make all these mistakes where people are interacting with him. And rewatching, I was kind of looking out for that, and I don't feel no, like they do that. No one like, does that. Yeah, yeah, they do a good job of like yeah. the one time she says "Happy Anniversary" just to yeah. herself at the table. Yeah, but they do a good job of teasing that and making yeah. it kind of. But it does feel like knowing the ending, like everything just feels like 
I mean, come on. I, I get you're a ghost, but come yeah. on, figure out some of this stuff. Yeah. 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 The fact that nobody is talking, nobody must have been talking to you. Why are you? Yeah. yeah. I guess, I, I, I guess. I guess. Also, why did Haley Joel Osment give him the heads up? Like way earlier I'm on. Not, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to see you anymore. Hey, I, I think you should know something. Yeah. Before we, before, before you go. we leave and you leave me forever, <laughs> I know we have like this, yeah, mm-hmm. this cathartic moment. P.S. You are dead. You're, You're dead. dead. So. Heads up. Just yeah. heads up. Um, it's, uh, the movie also, like, I remember it being scary, and it's not, and maybe it's just because it's mostly jump scares, I guess, that are, like, yeah. the actual scary things. Well, it's, it's, it's scary. I don't think it is. I remember being terrified by Misha Barton. Oh, Some yeah. Of her best no. And, like, rewatching that, I'm like, oh, this really wasn't, I, I guess, learned knowing what, what it was, it's not scary. I learned what Munchausen by proxy was from this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, was and then again with Real Housewives. Yeah, yeah, and then again. <laughs> well, she just has Munchausen. Full circle She just has Munchausen. Yeah. Right. That's the difference. Yeah. Yolanda Hadid. Uh, the Tony Collette, Hilary Joel scene in the car at the end, oh. I thought was just fantastic acting that's, from both of them. That, that's you know the best else? scene in the movie, I think. So if you want to write off the movie as being fluff, you can't because that movie, that moment is such Amazing acting. I think there's one other amazing she's incredible. scene. And it's just one shot. It just holds on her and she's listening yep. to his story. And yeah. it's just, I love it's how it doesn't perfect. cut to him at all because yeah. it's not about him. It's about her. Yeah. And then you see all of that and she's got her look too is so perfect in this movie for single mom. She's got like the nails and the whole thing. And she has her hands like that. It's, I, I, I love it. Um, I think there's one other scene sort of like that that he basically shoots the exact same way that I thought was really good. And I really, and I actually wrote down is he one of the best actors in the movie? And it's the guy who plays Misha Barton's dad. Oh. <laughs> Whereas the one scene where he's watching the video. Yes. But it's the same thing where it's just like a close-up on him. And I was like, this guy's great. Who is this guy? Like, yes. why was he, why don't I know him? Like, no. he was really good in that scene. He has like one line. Said, also, how did he not know that his wife did it when she's wearing a bright red dress at their daughter's <laughs> room? The whole crowd is like watching him cry and she's at the buffet table like fixing another sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Could not care less. <laughs> Could not give a shit. Well, honestly, if Misha Barton was your daughter and you knew what was to come, maybe you were just... <laughs> yeah, it's true. I saw her one time in real life at Sunset Towers. She's one of the only celebrities that's ever been mean to me at my day job. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, so I hold it against her. Great. Her and Todrick Hall, you're on my list. <laughs> Todrick Hall was mean? Yeah. Oh. It's America's sweetheart. I was going to say, that's upsetting. Yeah, well... Um, the other two things I wrote down about oh I also wrote this movie if, if it was made now it'd be so much gorier yes. I feel like than it was then because yeah. in my head like there were all these like super gory moments but like when he sees the dead person for the first time when it's that wife yeah. who like, like she's like well now look what I did or whatever and it just looks like someone like scraped like lipstick on her wrist yeah. basically I was like oh that would be like there'd be like Pus and like just blood, like it is a scary spurting moment. from her wrists yeah. and stuff. It is a scary moment though when that when the kid blows his head off. He's like, want to see where my dad keeps his gun? Yeah. Yeah. And then he turns yeah. around and his head's, his head's missing. missing. That's that's fucking. Luckily, none of that stuff ever happens anymore. No. no so we, we got past that twenty us. years ago. Here's a hot take: Haley Joel Osment is a far better child star than Jacob Tremblay. Whoa! Explain yourself, sir. You You watch that movie, and I just thought to myself, because I love Jacob Tremblay. I think Room was amazing. Saw Wonder, 
I cried. Uh, I cried at Wonder. But when I, I cried at yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, cried at Wonder. You, sure. I feel like you would have to be. Yeah. I, I cried at certain commercials though. Tremblay is absolutely adorable, but I don't think he has the acting chops to do what Haley Joel Osment did in that movie. And it could be, yeah. And it makes me scared for Tremblay's future because what happened you're to like all the talent of Joel Osment? Yeah, the last thing he did. you're afraid like, well, like Tremblay will grow like a really big beard and like put on that, like 80 pounds. He was, he was on, in that weird like comedy yeah. with Kristen. It was like a um, the Will Ferrell produced thing. Yeah, that. yeah, it was like a faux soap opera. Yeah, thing. I'll say this: he has not like this. Kind of mean looks wise. He's not. It's not gone great for him. However, he was on the last season of Silicon Valley and he was really funny. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. he was on that. Yeah. He's the same height, I think, as he was yeah. when he did the six He's the same sense. height, he just kind of grew outwards. outwards. And with his hair. He's a really good actor. He's so good. Like, yeah. That demanded a lot out of a child actor. Yeah. He was... And very, again, really subtle, yeah. too, in a way. Since we're talking about good acting, uh, real quick, we should also talk about bad acting, because the first thing I wrote down was Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Almost unrecognizable. Almost unrecognizable. Wait, I, wait, how about fully unrecognizable? Who the fuck was on Oh, he's the guy at the beginning in the bathroom in his that underwear. Kills, what? That spoiler alert kills Bruce Willis. <laughs> you know I never made it to the end. If it's, what, how, how many years out is it? If it's 18 years Eight, out. 19, 19 years, years, 18, 19 right. years. Well, how old Chloe Kim is, add one or two. Yeah. Uh, you deserve to have it spoiled. You did not deserve to have it spoiled, Joey. I'm very sorry. I did not know that that was Donnie Wahlberg. An overwrought performance. Yeah, it was a lot. How yes. would Donnie Wahlberg have been in Cider House Rules? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, bad. <laughs> the movie's worse. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. I wish you had fun facts about this movie, about what other actors were supposed to play. Haley Joel Osment. It was, yeah. it was between him and Delroy Lindo, so... <laughs> Different, completely different, different movie. Different movie, but... Yeah. That moment where he says, I see dead people. I know, again, that's one of those things that's like so in the zeitgeist now forever. But, I, don't, uh, I don't recall, don't recall this role. Yeah. I don't recall I, this To the point that I didn't remember what, what point it came in the movie, yeah. but I saw I the pink was at the very blanket. End. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, the pink blanket. This must be that moment. Um, he does such a good... Like he, that is a chilling, that is a chilling yeah. moment. He makes it chilling. Yeah, that's it. It's good. It's not great. And my Shyamalan, it's you're on blast. Probably his best. It's I think it's. I think. Although, I think. Oh, un, I think sometimes un, I did kind of like the happening. Is that a tip? The one yeah, the you can't point? say oh, that. I actually think Unbreakable is better because I, I loved Unbreakable. Yeah, the happening was. So I kind of liked it. Megan, uh, please leave. The guy gets run over by that. Yeah, <laughs> that's upsetting. So anyway, so the next episode of the Oscars should have gone to yeah, with Craig Dorzak and Joey Mandarino. Um, we will discuss. <laughs> <laughs> the plants were rebelling. All right, against. I'm sorry. I know it's bad. It's my guilty pleasure. And the lady in the water, did you see that one? That one I missed. I missed all the Bryce Dallas Howard ones. I actually didn't hate the village, but I didn't either. I really hated the lady in the water. Did you see the one with the, where they're in the elevator? What's the one where they're in the elevator? Elevator. <laughs> no, it's, no, I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. It was yeah. like... Podcast is over. <laughs> Stop it. Snack break. He puts that. He puts like a. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get into it. Anyway, the sixth sense. Cool. Um. So let's uh let's talk Green Mile, the Green Mile. 
our last non-winning nominee. Make sure you set your annoying alarm. I'm setting my timer. Um, Rusty Mueller, uh, a very good friend of mine, suggested that I change it to um, the alarm being Jack Nicholson saying, crash. Oh, you should definitely do that. Yeah, I'm, I gotta figure out how to do that. Him reading the, yeah. when you, re <laughs> does he read it with a question mark? <laughs> he, he sort of did, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Green Mile. So this was on television, and I literally came home, and it was at the beginning of the movie, and it was on TV, and I was like, well, shit, I'm just going to watch this right now. And I guess the first thing that I have to say is, are people still watching The Walking Dead? Because literally every commercial break was for that fucking show, and I stopped watching a long time ago. Me too, but I, I think the ratings have dropped dramatically, but I think that means like that now only like, yeah. a, like something like... 20 million people are watching in a week instead of 24 million. That is so yeah. crazy. Uh, and then the other thing they ever done was the moral is the world is just a terrible place and we should all die. Yeah. That's kind that of the... That's a sad, that's sad a movie. dark fucking... Well, Stephen King, right? Uh -huh. Yep. It, uh, the movie feels, um, and I am, but it feels super anti-capital punishment because even the people like, particularly in the movie, like the other two guys, uh, not... County Michael Clark Duncan um, that are executed. You never even find out why they were yeah. executed. Right. I guess like in the book, like one of them, like um, Graham Greene, who plays the first guy who was executed, um, like the Native American, like killed someone like in a robbery or something like that. And then, but like um, Michael Jeter's character is like a serial like rapist murderer or something. Oh. But I, I mean, he's got that. He's got that mouse. Yeah. Delacroix. Miss, Mr. Jangles. Mm -hmm. Well, the mouse survived. I mean, the mouse, the mouse survived. The mouse survived does, forever. So that's great. Yeah. I and just, is Tom Hanks alive forever? Yeah. Well, he doesn't we know how long. That's how, how it yeah. kind of ends. Is him saying if he's made a yeah. mouse that can live this, and he's 108 long. Yeah. How long? How long am I going to live? How long am I going to live for? Yeah. And he says like I'm ready for like whatever. We're all owed a death. It is sort of a weird, I mean, I feel like that's jumping all the way to the end, but it is sort of weird that he's like cursed with having to live forever where he was always a good person. Like, it's not like he cursed like Sam Rockwell with no. having to live forever. No. Like, it's Tom Hanks that's just seems like a pretty stand-up guy for the most but part. He, he, but he put him to death. I don't know. He put him to death. I know, but he doesn't seem to. Did he want to die at that point? I feel like, yeah. He did seem like he wanted to die. He but was so tired. Yeah. I. He was the one who said the world is an awful place. Yeah, the world is awful. I, I'm ready. I hear. I feel it. Like they kill him with their love. Like I. This is how it is all the time. Yeah. And at least he had like superpowers. Like Tom Hanks just has to live forever. He doesn't even. I don't even think he has healing powers. No, probably not. Probably not. But that mouse. That mouse has got some <laughs> oh, powers. I, I want, yeah. That mouse can roll that little motherfucker. <laughs> I. I just. This movie is. That, and that guy, Percy, that Percy guy, he is one of the most detestable. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun to watch. No. Yeah. I, I wondered when I was watching it, and then I found out about, interesting enough, about Barry Pepper, so I wondered with him also. It seems I like, love Barry Pepper. Yeah, but that apparently they originally wanted Barry Pepper to play Percy. He's too likable. Um. But I wondered, like, did Barry Pepper and Doug Hutchinson, who plays Percy, and Sam Rockwell just all come in and, like, did they just read them for all three of those <laughs> yeah. roles? And we're just like, because I could totally see Sam Rockwell playing 
Percy for yeah. sure, yeah, and for even sure. the Barry Pepper, like yeah. any of them could have played the Barry Pepper role. Yeah, I for mean, sure. he's good in it, but like, yeah. I was like, these all these guys probably always auditioned against each other for like every, every role at that role, point. Because yeah. I feel like they're they were all at the same level at that point. I mean, Doug Hutchinson is at no level now, no. and like the other Barry two. Pepper's like here, and obviously Sam, Sam Rockwell's probably going to win an Oscar. So I uh, forgot that Sam Rockwell was in this movie. He's so gross. Yeah. Fatigued. Yeah, those two characters are. An, not redeemable pair. No. Well, they yeah. and then they the way that they kill each other is and go to go to crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He kills. Yeah. It's fuck. Nothing good happens in this movie. But do you like it as a movie? Yeah. I did, and I feel like. Do you like? I it? mean, the movie is really long, it, but it doesn't feel three no, hours. No, it doesn't. Plus. And I watched and it. And you watched it on TV. On with, TV with so that's so six and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched it, and I still was like, I still got emotional, even with all mm-hmm. the stupid breaks that they were taking <laughs> when he dies. When, when he dies and everybody's crying in the lights, it's like, Ugh. fuck, man. The, Patricia Clarkson, when she's like, I dreamed of you. Yeah, there's, there's like a couple things that I was like, I guess if you want to make this shorter, you could get, like, I literally was like, I feel like you could get rid of the Patricia Clarkson stuff if you wanted to make the movie shorter, but no. then you have to get rid of Patricia Clarkson, and that doesn't make any movie no. better. No, always more Patricia Clarkson. There was, like, one scene where I think it's maybe when Graham Greene's getting executed, and they just showed them in the cells, and John Coffey's, like, freaking... All right, actually, it might be when Michael Jeter gets executed, and he's, like, freaked out, and yeah. just, like, screaming, that I was like, eh, I probably could use less of this. I don't need, like, I get it. The light bulbs <laughs> pop, like... I don't need well, to see that. Well, when he's being executed and he was, like, burning a lot. like Oh, like yeah, but I mean, just, like, all his stuff, I thought the actual execution, like, I felt was very powerful and horrible. I didn't need all the cutaways to, like, Sam Rockwell and Michael yeah. Clark Duncan in the prison cells. Yeah, but that's, that's, what, 45 seconds of the movie. That's so like, he was given the magic to the monster. Yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. I just... It's, it's a lot. Do they still electrocute people when they kill them? I think, I think some states, yeah. I, yeah. Don't they? I don't know. I think everywhere is... is I think there's certain there. areas you have choice now. If you're, like, on death row, like, I think in Utah, if you choose, you can be, like, hanged. But like, Really? Yeah. Really? But, but I don't think anyone... Like, oh, everyone does, Ooh. like, lethal injection, I think, where pretty much. Um, but I think there are places that still have, like, other ways to die. Like, I remember it was a story a few years ago some guy wanted to, like, die by firing squad. What? And I don't think they ended up doing well, it. do kind of, like, if, you ha- if you're going to die, it's yeah. kind of cool to be able to choose which way you want to yeah, go. Sure, yeah, for sure. But I, but I would sign up for lethal injection yes. every time. Yeah. <laughs> Here's or, like, being drama of a firing choose. squad. Or, that like, being be drawn dramatic. and quartered. Oh, that's fun. So or like some of those like weird things they did to people that like killed people like in the 1500s. Like they when would, they like, fill you with, with rocks, like they put you between two Like Giles Corey. Yeah. Or like if like you, like they would like fill, just like fill people with hot lead, like literally like, ugh, put it like stuff like that. That might be, that might be like sure. cute. <laughs> I know we talked about me dying earlier, but now I realize I don't think I ever want to die. It sounds unpleasant. Again, you need to get your skin checked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Joey? Uh, no, I loved it. It's a great movie. It's heavy. It's not a movie that I would race to watch again because of that, but great performances, and I'm not sure I've cried so much from a movie in a long time. Not even at Coco? 
Or Paddington 2. Paddington 2 choked me up. Coco made me cry. What were the big teardrinkers this year? Those were the last two movies I remember. Call like, me, well, the Florida Project. Away. I cried at the Florida Project. I got teary at Call Me By Your Name. I did too. That last monologue. Yeah. That monologue mm-hmm. is pretty fucking great. Yeah. And also, is it a video? Music staring. Oh, at the this, very end. The yeah. second time I saw Lady Bird, I cried. When, she, when, when she's, she's at the airport. in the airport? Yeah. yeah. Do you think Laurie Metcalf has a chance? I hope so. I think she was far better than Alison Janney. Me I too. love Alison Janney. I think she was too. I think, and I also think the mood, like, I, I mean, we'll talk, we can talk about this a bit. I don't think I found this that good. I don't get why people, like, freaked out. I think Margot Robbie is really good. Me she's too. great. She's better in the movie. Yeah. She Allison, elevates it. To and I think, I mean, I love Alison Janney, and I think she's really Same. good. It's just, like, it's her, I mean, she could do that role in her sleep. Yeah, like, it's, it's very, not, like, one note. It's very yeah. one, it, it demands one thing of her. It's just, it's her drop-dead gorgeous character 20 years later. Yeah. Totally. But I think Alison Jenny's like campaigning more for it. She's got more of the engine behind it. Yeah, her. which is why she'll probably win. Win. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. Laura, but Laura she's Metcalf. just been like still in the scene where Laurie Metcalf was like on Roseanne and then she was like, okay, I'm done with the show. I yeah. made my money. I'm going to go back and like do theater and then, yeah. you know, did Laurie like Metcalf Big Bang comedy. Theory or she whatever. Can do drama. She, she can, can do drama. She can do it all. She can do it all. Yeah. And no, she looked, she had such a, and I also loved the, I mean, again, it's just more of a subtle performance, but I also love like, her, the look of her, she's, it just, I bought that she was like, a mom, it's like a mom. Yeah, I just want her to win, and then I want someone to write, like, a, like an audio book for her and Viola Davis to record together <laughs> so they can EGOT at the same time. Who's, is Saoirse Ronan going to win Best Actress? No, answer? probably Frances McDormand. Oh. I don't think she's deserving either. I think Saoirse Ronan makes sense. I wanted Saoirse I wanted Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Saoirse like a nursery. Saoirse. Yeah. Saoirse. What a cool fucking name. I told you about my dream was about, I sometimes I dream about him. Well, at this one time I had a dream about him. We were on a train. We were friends. Did anything happen? Or? No, that was it. This <laughs> is the end of the story. Okay. Anyway, guys, the Green Mile. The Green Mile, though. <laughs> walk in the mile, walk in the mile. God, him at the beginning. God, you just want to Is that Harry Dean Stan? Harry Dean, yes, that is Harry Dean Stan. Rest in peace. P.S. Can we go back to the insider just real briefly? Uh-huh. The woman that plays Russell Crowe's wife, looks almost exactly like Jessica Lange. Isn't that so fucking weird that people don't talk about that? It is. I, I wonder if it was, I bet it was yes. a big discussion uh, at the time. Yeah, where they're like, she looks too it's much People like just this. don't talk about it anymore. Anyway. Um, let's move on to the winner of the Best Picture. Um, problematic corner of this movie stars Academy Award winner Kevin Spacey. Um, it's American Beauty. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag <laughs> through the wind? Are you reading the lyrics off did your you computer write, right I was now? Say, did you write those lyrics? No, I was making sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure that was uh, That is the most beautiful. That is the most beautiful song. So, the soundtrack. I would say like for um not correct. for like a long Katy Perry was not alive. <laughs> for a long time, probably up until me rewatching this, like if you asked me to like name one of my like top fifteen favorite movies, like I feel like American Beauty would probably be on the list. And now it dropped. Well, I don't know if it's the Kevin Spacey thing, looking back in retrospect, or it's just because we've seen so many other movies now that do that's that. do this thing. Yes. But yeah, it dropped for me. I didn't like it as much this time as I have every other time I've watched it. It's funny that you say that because I didn't expect to like it. I was like. I remember really liking it, and then I, and I, but when 
when I thought about the movie that I, I that's why I said I think Beside the House Rules was going to be my favorite. And then I was like, this movie's fucking good. This, it's just yeah, fucking it's good, a good, man. Movie. It just is there. It's I know that there's been other movies that do that exact thing. Right. I don't know that they do them as well. And I I separate. I mean, again, I'm separating Kevin Spacey's personal <laughs> weird shit. With uh, this movie. His performance. It was a good performance. It is. I think it's it's particularly hard. Like, I think. It it, it does a good job combining elements of, like, yes, there is some serious high drama, but also there's some real funny stuff. Yeah, I think the hard thing in terms of. Because I feel like usually I am able to separate better. Like, and if I was, like, going back, like, when we watched LA Confidential or, um, you know, if I rewatched, like, The Usual Suspects or something like that, I feel like it wouldn't affect me as much as this movie, which is all about his infatuation with an underage yeah. person. Yeah, I mean, that is... That's that was hard to ignore. Was <laughs> I'll be honest, that was tough. That was, that was tough. Uh, but she is very pretty. She's, she's ordinary, I think. Yeah. She's boring. She's boring. I do like when she... The Annette Bening, at one point, in the beginning, says to... What, Thora Birch, right? Mm-hmm. Jane, are you trying to look unattractive? <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, fuck. Uh, that's, yeah. that's tough to say to your teenage daughter. <laughs> uh, but that felt, again, I just was like, yeah, I I love this movie. Chris Cooper is so, so good in it. This is maybe yeah. his, Again, we, I watched Adaptation recently, and like he's great in that too. He's always good in stuff. But this is maybe his, his best and most like... Uh, you can go so over the top with a character like that, like a crazy, closeted, like militant dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like he managed to make it feel very real for me. Totally. I in rewatching it, I was like, again, probably because of all the spacey stuff, that my three favorite performances in the movie, um, and the third one was the one that surprised me, are Annette Benning, Chris Cooper, and Mina Suvari, I think, is really good in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Those I were my three favorite movies. I don't care about the Thora <laughs> Birch, Wes Bentley, that love story. That love story, I don't. I'm not like invested in really. But yeah. uh, but I'm invested in like again Wes Bentley's home life and and the stuff with Chris Cooper and everything. And I think just all the scenes of like Kevin Spacey in the beginning, like breaking down and quitting his job, and when they're when he's at, I just love that scene too when he, they're at the drive-through and he's working the drive-through and with with Marissa Jarrett Winokur. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. She was um, Tracy Turnblad in Broadway's Hairspray. Oh, yeah. Oh. That actually is... That's why she looks familiar to me. Um, that I thought that was after? great. Uh, before. Yeah, it's... It, it just is really... It's just one of those movies where, like, I wanted to be like, yeah, yeah, we get it. And then I was like, this is fucking good. Yeah, it's a great movie. I do feel like it hit right at the right time yeah. for us generationally. I feel like sure. we just, so looking back on it, it feels like it has that sort of, I don't know, nostalgia. But watching it again, it felt a little bit dated to me. Certain elements, I thought. And yeah. some elements were a little heavy-handed and borderline cheesy. The, the, the plastic bag. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just... And how... Yeah, they really sit in those moments. I don't know. That, the plastic bag... That's why that's why the Thor Birch West Bentley stuff does not work as well as the rest of the movie. Like yeah. the idea of a marriage imploding and like and and the malaise of a teenage daughter and like all of this stuff it makes that all feels real to me. Mm-hmm. West Bentley hoarding a plastic bag. 
I wish I wish and it I was. And I think when I first saw this movie, I was like, bro. oh, that is so beautiful. Right. Yeah, so. I think so, I too. I think I, I, wish, I bought it hardcore yeah. then. I wish that uh, he had been like, do you want to see the most beautiful thing I've ever seen? And then like showed her a video of the frozen homeless person that he talks about <laughs> earlier. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's a psychopath. Um, I also think the score to this movie is great, but rewatching it this time, I felt like the score and some of the musical choices were almost a little overbearing. Mm. I don't know why. Like, particularly, and then they comment on it a little bit, but, like, at dinner, like, the dinner where he, like, throws the plate against yeah. the wall and stuff and complains about the Lawrence the Welk. So I just felt like the music was so loud. I was like, why are they even trying to have a discussion? The yeah. music seems like it's so loud. <laughs> well, that's that sound mixing. Yeah. You know, the sound mixer, and I, from what I understand, he was really taken to task. So we yeah. don't need to harp on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's had it enough. Yeah, yeah, Sam won't work with him again. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. Actually, like he had done he... a bunch of the Bond movies. Isn't and... Sam Mendes dead? No. No. He made the last two Bond movies. Oh, whoops. Anthony Mangella is dead. Who? Anthony Mangella? Yes, Anthony Mangella did pass was away. Was Sam Mendes married to Kate Winslet? He was, yes. Great. Glad we straightened all Now of she's that married, out. of course, to Ned Rock and Roll. Who's that? I don't know. Some guy whose last name is Rock, Rock and Roll. Roll. Are you serious? Yeah. Sounds like a cool guy. A, I, you gotta be cool. And, and their kid's name is Bear Winslet. That's a cute you, name. Yeah, but you can't name your kid Bear Rock and Roll, which no. is why he's no. Bear Winslet. No, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Alan Ball wrote this screenplay too, which is great. Uh-huh. If Ball. anybody, you watched his new HBO show? No. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. He's, he's supposed to be not good. He's a real hidden. Hit or miss. Hit yeah. Mark Harris. Amazing. Great. Perfect. True, True Blood. Blood? Not so much. Started strong. Started, started so fun. Started fun. Yeah. I wanted to love it. Um, Silky, we is connected. That's my film. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's... That is Anna Paquin, to me, bad. has this, like, emperor with no clothes quality where I feel like Literally no one wants no to admit she's that she's awesome. a terrible actress. Yes. But we're all, that. like, pretending that she's good and everything. And she gets so many roles, and I think she's not she's good. Not good. No. Especially that is, in that. That is so completely true. She's terrible in True Blood. Terrible. Like, straight up. But to be, f- so is Bill. Yeah, he's bad too. Yeah. yeah. And they found each other, which is nice. <laughs> like, every year <laughs> it was like, like, rest in peace, Nelson, Nelson Ellis was amazing. Yeah. Well, I yeah, also thought the girl that played Tara was terrible. Was, yeah, I don't think she's very good either. She and Alexander Skarsgård was good. Mm-hmm. And then whoever... A role that he reprised in... Big Little Eyes. And we'll probably continue reprising. We'll continue reprising. He's kind of always going to be that guy. And by the way, I don't care. Take your shirt off. (laughs) P.S. But we haven't done any segments about from me about hot guys. This is there's a real dearth of hot guys. Scott Bakula in American Beauty. Okay. No. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. No hot guys in American Beauty. No hot guys in The Sixth Sense, unless we're counting Hilly Joel Osment. No hot guys in The Insider. Because Russell Crowe got ugly for that. And then, no hot guy. Well, I guess Paul Rudd. But I don't want to really bang Paul Rudd. And he's in a wheelchair at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know I how Megan feels about he that. can't even do it then. <laughs> there are no hot guys. God damn it. What about in The Green Mile? No, there's no hot guys in that. I guess Barry, Barry Pepper. David Morris. I didn't even talk. We should have talked about David Morris and how he's just the nicest person yeah, in the world. Yeah, David Morris is such a sweetheart. George Washington. Our, our close personal friend. Yeah. George Washington. Fan of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, shouts, I, shouts to David. Shout out to David Morris. 
Oh, God. If David Morris listens to this, call me. Um, but no, there, I, no, I don't. Yeah. There's nobody that I want to. I don't want to bang Wes Bentley. So. Yeah. Do you want to bang Wes Bentley? Mm-mm, I don't. Especially in that movie. No. So, uh, so now what happens? Well, so now, Joey, um, we know you uh, have never watched a film before, but were there no, any? But fascinated. Were there any movies uh, from that year that you wanted to talk about that weren't nominated? Wait, were we gonna do? God damn it! You're just. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm okay. So, of the nominated movies, I hate. If you had to pick right now, what should have won Best Picture? Oh, rank them. Actually, rank them. And Joey, you don't have to rank The Insider because you've never seen it. So four to one, not counting. Insider, insider. was my least favorite. It left no impact on me. Um, okay, so that's fifth place. <laughs> Fourth place. Oh, it's tough. They're great movies. Um, maybe Sixth Sense at four. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Green Mile at three. And then maybe American Beauty 2 and maybe Cider House Rules 1. Interesting. Wow. But maybe American Beauty 1. It's their neck and neck. Megan? I'm going to say number five is, uh, I think five is six cents. Four is Insider. Three is Green Mile. Two Cider House and one is American Beauty. We're tough. similar. We're very ways. similar. We're very similar. And I could switch Six Sense and Insider too. I think Green Mile is a and solid. And maybe after three. I watch Insider, I'll have it'll have more of an impact. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you see that movie, it. yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be different for you. Yeah. It's one of those movies it's that are be better different. after you see it. <laughs> Mine is Six Sense Five, Cider House Four. Ooh. What? American Wrong. Beauty Three. <gasps> what? Green Mile Two. The Insider is my favorite. Whoa! Now you really want to watch it. Now I do. Yeah. Or not. Craig is also. Are you just being controversial? Um, no, not at all. <laughs> um, Sorry. That's... But just like if we did it like uh, sort of Oscar style, I guess American Beauty still ends up winning because yeah. it's, it's total points. Or I think it's the best movie. I think and closely followed by Second Pictures. Where'd you put American Beauty on yours? I had a third. Um, I mean, it's it's close because with our rankings, like we do it like point wise. American Beauty has six, and like lowest would win. Cider has seven. Well, this is a Green Mile has eight. Can we talk about so. other movies that came out that year? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, I just I want to talk about what I watch. I'll talk about the movie that I watched, but I just want to also say The Matrix came out. This is an amazing year. Mm-hmm. The Matrix came out that year. Election came out. The South Park movie. <laughs> yep. Which, don't sleep on the South Park movie. That is a good fucking movie. It's Austin great. Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, mm-hmm. came out that year. Fight Club. Fight Club. I actually don't like that's a real. That's a real dude movie. I think it's a contender for Best Picture, to be it's honest. the thing. I rewatched it this year, and it, it didn't hold up for me. Oh, I, I watched it earlier in the year. I watched uh, Magnolia. What about Magnolia? Yeah. That's, that's what Megan watched. That's what we're going to talk about. We're talking about Magnolia. Okay. Uh, I just want to say, uh, respect the cock and tame the cunt. Yep. Hashtag me too. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I had a thought watching this movie. I think this is my favorite Tom Cruise performance, and I got to tell you, I love me some Tom Cruise. I think Tom Cruise. This is him at his Tom Cruisiest. And I, I think this is maybe the closest to what he is like in real life. After watching Scientology <laughs> videos starring yeah, him, yeah, you're not wrong. I think this might be it. 
I think it's he's amazing. I love Melora Walters is in it, and I know her. I used, yeah. When I first moved here, I tutored. I got tutored for Melora Walters. Her, and her daughter is a genius. Way better at math than I was. And I'll take it. Um, and she's so sweet. Uh, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is incredible. The cast of this is so great. It's insane. And, and yeah. John C. Everyone's Riley, in everyone's in it. It's so great. And they all are, it all feels like they're playing, even though the characterizations are kind of like over the top, it all feels, again, like real to me mm-hmm. because they got such a good cast. Um, and then that, again, at the end when the, it rains fucking frogs. It's an amazing movie. I thought when I put it in, I was like, this is going to be my favorite movie of the year, best picture. And I think it's not just because it's a little, it's a little cold. Mm-hmm. There's, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for a best picture, it, and with the, we talk about like, I cried at American Beauty. I cried at the Green Mile. Like I was in, involved in the other three. Yeah. I'm. I, Magnolia holds you a little bit at an arm's distance, even though I think it's saying something important about like human connection. Yeah. Um, but it never really, for me, it didn't go, although it's so well done and it's so well acted, it didn't go to a deeper level. And so for that reason, I was like, it's not my favorite movie of the year. But would you put it in the top five? Would you have bumped something for Magnolia? Yeah, I would have bumped Six Sense for sure. I think so, for for sure. Magnolia. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. It feels like, to me, I rewatched it yesterday. Um, a, it's too long. And even he says, like, I listened to an interview with him. It's three hours plus, like just oh, wow. over three hours. But I listened to an interview with him right when Phantom Thread came out. And even he says, like, it's pro- he thinks it's 20 minutes too long. <laughs> so um, that he said he would never go back and, like, re-edit anything. But, like, that's, like, his movie that he finds, like, too long. Um, and it feels like a movie, yeah, I feel like even though, like, all these lives are interconnected, and obviously that's what a lot of it is about, it just seems like certain scenes are, for me, are really great, and other scenes, like, and some of the characters I just don't care about as much, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I think all, like, the Jason Robards, Philip Seymour Hoffman stuff is really interesting, and, like, the Tom Cruise stuff is really interesting, and then, like... Julianne Moore is so good, but I don't. I don't I'm care about that story as much. Yeah. No. Um, God, she's so good though, and she's so pretty. She's so good. She's so, like everyone gives fantastic performances. Yeah, Philip Baker Hall. Um, also, I think William H Macy is great in this, but I don't think his story is as interesting. Yeah. No. That scene um, of although when I love the, the bar talking to yeah. the guy. I love the kid. Oh the yeah. Kid. The kid. I yeah. love the kid too. You have to be nicer to me, Dad. Dad. You have to be nicer to me. If somebody tells me that dad is not going to be nicer to him. No. <laughs> not a great dad. No? Very L.A. dad, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, most unrealistic thing about this movie, it poured rain all day long in L.A. Like hell. Like, well, I think I think that's part I of like, the crazy thing that happens. frogs would fall from the sky before that shit would happen. <laughs> it's a really insidery L.A. Yeah. Well, it's crazy that that movie came out the same year. All those movies. Yeah. yeah. Eyes Wide Shut was that year. Uh-huh. Wow. What movie do you want to talk about? Um, I mean, Magnolia was, was on my list, too, is when I would pop, possibly bump some things out for. As far as movies you look back on and think, like, that was just, like, a magnificent piece of film. Maybe you're not marveling at a specific moment that, like, touched you or, like, that you cried during, but just as, like, a masterful uh, 
uh, storytelling, uh, genre-defining kind of, I feel like. Uh, it's been done a lot of times since then in, in not great ways. Like, Crash is even trying to be that kind of... Yeah. Everything's yeah. connected. Everything's and everything's connected. I actually thought about Crash while I was watching Magnolia. Yeah. Magnolia yeah. is a way... Oh, yeah. Version. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I would put that on my top five for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, like, a bunch of stuff because I was trying to find something that, like, completely bowled me over that I wanted to be like, this is the best movie of the year. And I kind of said this at the very beginning. Like, I think there's so many really good movies this year, and I don't know if there's any movie. Like, when I was, like, going through and, like, I use, like, Letterboxd, which is, like, a website where you can, like, just stay, like, do, like, a movie diary or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always do, like, star ratings. And, like, all the movies, basically every movie I watched was, like, four stars. But, like, nothing was fine. Good, not great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me. Like, I kind of want to... Any that we didn't mention? Well, so the ones that I like the best that we didn't mention at all, because I watched, I rewatched South Park, which I think is great. So good. Um, the songs in South Park make you realize they're going to write something like Book of Mormon one day because yeah. the songs are so good. Like, Blame Canada is the, like, one that got nominated for the Oscar and stuff, and it's maybe the third or fourth best song yeah. in the movie. It's, like, legitimately good music. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I think Shut Your Fucking Face as a fucker. Is great. Um, <laughs> K is fantastic. Okay. Uh. And, and the Resistance song that's just, like, a One Day More parody yeah. is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk. I want to mention "Talented Mr. Ripley" just because it has one of my favorite lines in the history of cinema, which is, "Tommy, how's it peeping?" Jesus Christ, Craig. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Matt, Joey and I are, are just doing one. the podcast now. Get the fuck out. Are you talking? Are you kidding? Rewatch that scene. So Philip Seymour I Hoffman. rewatched pieces of that movie. I hate that movie. I realize why it makes me so uncomfortable. Okay. Here's what I wrote okay. down about that movie because I just watched like bits and pieces, and I just wanted you guys to know. Italy is the best. Jude Law is super hot here. So there we go. Hot guy. You're Jude, welcome. Jude Law. He, he is choice in that yeah. movie. Uh, this movie makes me uncomfortable. And Matt Damon does uh, Claire Dane's ugly cry. <laughs> I think Matt Damon is really good in that movie. They and cried I'm... the same way. <laughs> and unfortunately for him, um, it has, I mean, this was like a common thread throughout this year, but it has this incredible supporting cast. So even though he's really good, like, he still can't, like, match, like, because I think Jude Law is a super underrated actor. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's in scenes with, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Kate Blanchett. And, like, it's like how you, you're a good actor, Matt Damon, but, like, you're playing out of your league with these people. Yeah. Um, So that, being John Malkovich was, like, the best reviewed movie of the year in terms of, like, critics' top ten list. I think, like, the first 30 minutes of that movie is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then I think it sort of falls off. It falls off. I think but then it has off. a super dark ending that I like. Yeah. Um, election was that year. Election, election actually might be the one that I rewatched that we can talk a little bit about. Because I think election, the craziest thing about election to me after rewatching it is it opens and one of the first title cards you see is it was MTV Films, was one of the producers. <laughs> oh my God. Because then like you get like seven minutes into the movie and it's like, oh, another thing about Tracy Flick you should know is, and it cuts to Mark Harrell like being like, her pussy gets so wet. Ugh. And it's like, it's just weird. Like, I don't know if it's because of what MTV has become, or even back then, like, it's weird to just like think of them like Associate producing that. this movie because at first it does seem like it's just going to be like, like a, a high, high school, school movie, yeah. and then it's Neither. like, no, it's really dark. And yeah. like, 
Um, Again, I feel like maybe Matthew, that's the closest to what Matthew Broderick is like, is like in real life. Oh, I hope not. I know, me too. I want the best yeah. for him, but I worry about him. I have a friend that used to work at a bar, and um, they would sell like those like beer bongs. Yeah. And like he would occasionally, like, in the theater district, and he would come in and like order bomb? one by himself. But she was like, you know, people would do that and it was always sad. But when you're Ferris Bueller and you're doing that, it's like particularly sad. Like, because people are walking in and being like, oh, it's Matt. Oh, leave him, just leave him be. Just yeah. leave him be. It's incredible. And, and again, I love that movie. The, uh, Reese Witherspoon really proved that she's more than. So good. I think actually Cruel Intentions came out this year, too. It did, way. yeah. Also, Crazy. another. She had a good year, man. Yeah. 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 Not Oscar movies. No. I'm not calling election an Oscar. I mean, I would say election is, for me, it's better than The Sixth Sense. I, I mean, I personally like election, I think, better than maybe everything but The Insider. But yeah. um, I think it's more of a, I think it, The Sixth Sense is an Oscar movie. Election can be an yeah, Oscar Yeah, I think movie. that's true. Okay. I think that's true. Because they're both genre. Yeah. And like, you don't like Fight Club as a movie. I don't not like Fight Club. It just didn't hold up to me the same what way. What do you like about Fight Club? Uh, I feel like as far as twists go, that one has was much more impactful than. That could have been Sixth another Sense. thing. It could have been similar to Sixth Sense that in rewatching it, just kind of knowing the whole time that yeah. it doesn't. But for me, that movie is still like a standalone awesome movie that doesn't rely on the twist, even knowing that that's coming. Yeah. Right. You're still enjoying the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's an innovative piece to totally. the like the words on screen and. Plus, meatloaf's in it. Meatloaf. Yeah. I just feel like when I was in college, like every dude. I think was it got like, a bad rap because of that. Yeah, like, people latched onto it and it became like a broy yeah. bro movie, and so like I was inclined not to like it. But yeah. it is a good movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. and Ed Norton that. is very. He's he, yeah again like he would he would have been better in Cider House or whatever. It would have been a different movie with Cider House would have been a different movie with that. Yeah, movie. I just I think he's he's always interesting. To he watch. needs another something. Yeah, what's going on with him? Know. Is he okay? Is he doing all right? What's the last thing he was in? Um, wasn't he? The, he was the original uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a bad one. That was bad. Surely he's, surely he's been. Also, I would bang him. I'm into him. <laughs> I would hit that. I would hit it hard. Um, funny More story than Brad Pitt, I think. About Letterboxd, but maybe not funny at all. But I just pulled it up. Oh, he was in Birdman. Oh, yeah, duh. Oh, yeah. And all the Wes Anderson stuff. That's what he's doing. Oh, right, right, right. So on Letterboxd, you can go through and just click, like, I've seen this movie, I've seen this movie, I've seen this movie. And you make Mm -hmm. this huge catalog of, like, thousands of movies that you've seen for all time. And I just was bored one day and doing that. And the I've seen this button is right next to the this is my favorite movie button. (laughs) So if you're going really fast, you're not really paying attention. So I went back to revisit my Letterboxd, like, months later and realized that of all the movies I've seen, I've seen thousands of movies, my four favorite movies (laughs) ever, of all time, are... Sausage Party, <laughs> Super 8, Shrek 2, and The Sound of Music. <laughs> what monster? No, no, time out. What that monster? That is... Of all the movies I've ever seen, because this person has seen a lot of movies, if you look at his profile, uh, I've seen thousands of movies, you know, you know, it's all genres. You know, Ed Norton was in Sausage Party. He plays Maybe that's what I loved about yeah. it. I don't, like, I don't like the combination of those movies, but I will say one of those movies is actually one of my top five favorite movies of all Which time. is Sausage Sound Party. <laughs> So a deer, a female deer. That's not even the best. I song. don't remember Donkey singing that. Somewhere in my youth or childhood. 
Nobody remembers that song. Oh, let's go back and revisit that year. I'll watch that movie again. That one. That was the best picture. Right? Yeah, 65. 65. Something like that. Good time to be alive in 65. Um, Okay. Let's wrap it up. Of all the movies in 1999, Joey. Is The Matrix the best movie of 1999? Joey, what's, what's the best movie of 1999? Oh, God. Yeah. This is tough for Joey. He doesn't <laughs> want to be wrong. Seen any. He didn't do his homework and we're, we're quizzing um, him. Guys, I'm going to say it's a tie between Cider House and Magnolia, which I know it's not agreed upon here. But wow. Okay. Well, not agreed upon in that you tied. Right. Well. You don't do ties. I'm going to say, I got to say it. I think the best movie of 1999 is American Beauty. After all of that, after yep. watching so many things, I think it's American Beauty. And I think the best movie of 1992 is Malcolm X. Ooh. So if you're maintaining... I sat with it a little bit longer and I figured it out. If you're maintaining the Oscar should have gone to Wiki, um, Malcolm X has, has displaced a few good men as 1992's best movie. Well, I said... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we both said Malcolm X number one, which means we... I'm going to say The Insider. Wow. Wow. I really have to see that movie. Um, It is really good. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. But... uh, Did you think think so before you went back and revisited it? um, I I knew people, like, loved that movie, and I had seen it before, and I liked it, but I didn't remember enough about it. I had to go back and rewatch it, but... um, I mean, I... No, I I didn't... I thought American Beauty... um, which I guess technically, if you're maintaining the the wiki, I think it's probably still American Beauty because I think we still have that high enough up that that would be like closest to a consensus choice. Because mm-hmm. what it was my second, your first, and your third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we all pick different stuff for outside stuff. Yeah. But it was a great year. It was a good year for movies. Maybe it's a not really solid. Like there's like oh, ten to fifteen really movies. good movies. Yeah, you're right. There's just not a movie that like I overwhelmingly is like that's yeah. that's the best movie of the In past, year. Or even like, like three like movies. Was like, that's such yeah. A good yeah. Movie. Just yeah. What's been your favorite? What's been the most egregious mistake that you've done in your podcast, or maybe that you're going to do coming up that you feel like the Oscar went one way when obviously it should have gone a different. I mean, obviously I'm going to say Chicago, even though you disagree and thought Chicago was the best. Well, no, that was, oh, but that was just... Fantastic. You don't like Chicago? You have but that was just, that was just not... of the nominees, because that wasn't my choice. What was your choice, Megan? Uh, Gangs of New York. Gangs of New I York is better that. than Chicago. Come on. Chicago is so good. Though. Oh, God. Should have had... Sing good, a little song. Picked the wrong Joe for that episode, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> um, um, I think... For me, at least Boogie Nights not being nominated. I know yeah, Megan definitely wrong. thinks Titanic sh- should have won, but I think like Boogie, Boogie Nights is my favorite movie yeah. that year. So for it to have not even been nominated, yeah. we should crazy. go back and see what who our favorite like because uh, I realized watching The Insider, I was like, oh, I think I really like Michael Mann. Yeah, and I obviously really like Charlie Kaufman, and I really like. Uh, well, we've talked about every Paul Thomas Anderson movie, well, and none of them Paul have been. This is the. Well, I guess we didn't really talk about it. Um, we just kind of briefly mentioned um, Punch Drunk. Yeah. That's but, my least favorite. Paul Thomas but, um, yeah, we've talked about every Charlie Kaufman movie yeah. that's been out in one of the years in mm-hmm. some way. So, um, Joey, before we go, do you have anything you want to plug? God, no. The podcast. Keep listening, you guys. What Aww. about Carpool Karaoke? Oh, sure. Watch Carpool Karaoke Season 2 on iTunes. 
can download yeah, now. And you get three months free if you sign up, so there's no excuses. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Unless you've already used your three months, and then <laughs> you gotta pay for it. Um, and it does auto-renew, so be careful. Yeah, yeah Cancel yeah, yeah, that yeah. right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to plug, Matt? I'll plug the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack, which I have been listening to and non-stop. Suf John! So, yeah, Suf John. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I love that movie. I love that movie. I think it's my second favorite movie of last year. What's your first, Lady The Bird? Florida Project. Oh, What's your first? Uh, Call Me By Your Name is probably my first. Phantom Threads up there. Oh, I gotta watch. That's the one that I have that's just sitting on top of You've my. You've gotta TV watch there. it before. I know. I know. Before. Um, mine's still, I think, barely Lady Bird. Although I watched Phantom Thread again, and now they're like so neck good. and neck. Yeah. I also really like Dunkirk, but I don't. Think oh, I me too. I love Dunkirk. I loved. I didn't love the framing device, but I love that movie. If they didn't have that framing device, I feel like that would be a slam dunk for Best Picture, because it is grand. Mm-hmm. Story, yeah, for sure. It's an experience. It's like a ride. Yeah. I felt that way towards like I felt uh, I felt afterwards like I felt after I watched Gravity, which I was like, yeah, same idea, exactly. Yeah, it's an experience. Yeah, great movies. This was a good year for movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah Megan and I will actually be back next week. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about this year's Oscar race and the very special the Oscar should go to. And I can't believe they're having me back, which I'm so excited. <laughs> Never again. Joey, you were so good. It was was so nice to have you, Joey. So nice. Joey, Um, hear the sincerity of my voice. It was so good to have you. You're not just saying that. No, 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 no. no. It won't happen again, but it's just because there's so many people we have to get through. (laughs) We're banging down the door. A lot of of big names asking to be on this podcast. As as long as I did a good job. We're going to have Doug. No, you were so, you were so good. We're going to have Doug. Hutchinson on soon. <laughs> Percy from the Green Mile. He's not doing anything. Percy from the Green Mile. Lucas Haas will be with us, and that wife that looked like Jessica oh. Lang. There's just so many guests that are coming through, okay. but we'd I love understand. to have you back. Maybe we'll talk about Best Supporting Actress in 2032 or something. Sure, that sounds so... God, well, I will be dead by then, but yeah. I hope that Robot Me is, is a good as good a co-host. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave you a robot version of me. You can... Follow the podcast at the Oscar Should on Twitter. The Oscar Should Have Gone To on Instagram. Rate and review us on iTunes so more people will listen. And then that's it. So we'll uh, we'll be back next week, and then we'll be back a couple weeks after that with another year. So thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. We did.